0: Welcome to Pop Culture on the Rocks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Pop Culture on the Rocks, our podcast where we discuss everything that we consume, whether that be the beverage that we're having now or the TV show we're watching, movie, book, all that. We just we love it all. Uh we don't discriminate against any pop culture. So, we're here tonight again to discuss one of our favorite shows, Amazing Race, catching up on the last couple episodes. Um but before we do that, we always talk about the drink that we're having. And by the way, my name is Callan. Don't think I said that. <laughs> so, if you're new, welcome. And I'm here with Anna, my lovely co-host. Hello. So, Anna, how are you? What are you sipping on? All that
1: jazz. Hello, hello. I'm doing very well. Just living that Monday life right now. Although I did see an article which made me really happy personally. And it said mm-hmm. that, so apparently vodka was America's like spirit of choice. But now tequila prices are rising, which is making tequila the sought after drink so okay
0: look at that interesting shift yeah I do feel like margaritas got more popular during COVID I oh yeah that's true anyone else thought that I, bet that, I think because it's easy to make yeah you know? I bet that is probably what it was I know I consumed my fair share oh so. <laughs> yes it's so so good we love tequila here at pop culture on the rocks. That's our favorite liquor. <laughs> so, <laughs> although I'm not happy about prices going up. That's That's true. Not a positive. Yeah. Glad the demand is there. Well, I recently went to Atlanta to visit my friend Olivia, and first of all, as we have said, uh the road trip that will forever be mentioned <laughs> here Um, that Anne and I went on two years ago now. Like, over kind of in the southeast area of the United States, there's a lot of hard cider access, and we love hard cider, but it's just hard to find good ones here, and obviously we don't have local cider. Mm -hmm. So I went with her and her fiancé to this local cidery there, and it was actually where they had their first date. Isn't Aww, that sweet? That is I got sweet. to reminisce with them, you know, <laughs> <laughs> what they had on, what they where they sat. I'm like, how sweet. So, <laughs> uh, and also while I'm on that topic, we played a game that's basically cuz the cidery has board games, which is fun. Yeah. We played this game that literally identical to Cards Against Humanity. I don't know like what came out first so I don't know if this was like kind of a stolen concept I don't really know but either way we played it and it's called that's what she said <laughs> and it's just as inappropriate as cards against humanity same concept but it was a fun game so if you're into cards against humanity that's worth checking out as yeah. well i guess if you just like need some fresh material <laughs> yeah, you need some new content <laughs> right uh so it was fun the place is called urban tree cidery they sell around you know the liquor stores you can buy the the cider. And when I was there I did a flight so I could try like four different ones mm-hmm. and it was kind of the classic flavors. And then they have like more I don't advanced is not the right word but maybe like a little more creative flavors. Before I left town uh, I loaded up like y'all should have seen me <laughs> at this liquor store loading up on mostly cider but some other items all of which I'll try on the show so look forward to Perfect. that I kind of use this as my excuse like well I gotta have new yeah drinks. absolutely <laughs> it's a business purchase exactly exactly I'll just expense it <laughs> but it's like I can't get this stuff here you know so yeah Anyway, all that to say, I'm drinking a can of this. So Urban Tree Hard Cider. The cans are so cool. Love the packaging. Oh, yeah. That that is nice. Yeah. Take my word for it. (laughs) But I am about to taste this flavor live for the first time. (laughs) We love that. It's Sweet Heat Haze. Oh. And this one is ginger infused with habanero zest. Oh, wow. I like all of those things, but I don't know. I had to get the multi-pack. They didn't have the classic one. So I'm branching out with some of these flavors. Try something new. Take a sip with me. (laughs) (laughs) Very exciting. Oh, how unique. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. It is... It's one of those things. I almost wish you I could like give this to somebody and have them close their eyes and tell me what the ingredients right. are. Right. You know? Yeah. Pull a Gordon Ramsay, Hell's Kitchen moment <laughs> on them. It's obviously like the base of it is the cider, so you have the apple flavor. You definitely get a hint of ginger, but it's not overwhelming. And then it has the little bit of heat from the habanero but it's not at all hot I don't I wouldn't say but you would definitely notice more of like a burn than you would a normal cider but hmm that's good very unique
1: that's the best word I can up yeah. with that does sound like an interesting flavor profile
0: I like it I don't think this could be like if you were a person who just wanted like a cider regularly I don't think you could really do this flavor but I think changing it up uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like well, good. i drink that. I have a question. Would that pair well with Callan's spicy brownies? <laughs> well, now you have to share <laughs> with everybody about these brownies. <laughs> I don't even remember. This is like so long ago. We were ever at Callan's parents' house for, I guess, New Year's or something. Because mm. we usually try to spend New Year's together. Pre-COVID, of course. And was it your mom? that made the brownies or yeah
0: and they're her friend sherry's recipe oh i know
1: sherry she's great
0: yeah we love sherry it's her recipe and it's it's basically a normal brownie very chocolatey a denser brownie Mm -hmm. but as you chew and really when you swallow all of a sudden you are hit with (laughs) some spice (laughs) and they're hot like they have heat yes because it's chocolate but then it has chili powder in it which that is a common combination chocolate and chili powder Mm -hmm. uh but i guess i had forgotten to tell everybody that they have spice (laughs) so i think ben has been on here before he was chewing it and then he was like what's
1: going on like (laughs) are these okay (laughs) i remember them being really good
0: I think you were the biggest proponent. I think I ate
1: half the pan, probably.
0: Yeah, because they're so good. And it's like the heat balances out the richness. So you're like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I can have five (laughs) of these. (laughs) Yeah, it all balances out. It's fine. Exactly. So, but yeah, people, we all love to joke about Callan's spicy brownies (laughs) now. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. You a little pair, pairing of the heat. Yeah. Washed down the spice with a little habanero right as you do as you do (laughs) i think it'd be a great pairing yeah after our beverages we like to discuss what we've been currently watching i will go first and i did want to mention i know on a previous episode i told the story about the married at first sight couple Mm -hmm. the one that got arrested yeah so i did want to as promised provide a quick update oh um, that yes i finished this season Honestly, best season of Married at First Sight that I have watched so far. And that was season seven. So if you're like... I don't really want to watch a lot of this, but I'd be curious to see it. I would watch that one. Because on top of all of the arrest drama, <laughs> all three couples are really interesting to follow. And for the most part, likable. So I would I would go with that one. But yes, I can't even remember her name at this point. Do you remember her name? <laughs> From I definitely show. know. <laughs> Pop quiz. <laughs> I know she got detained by customs and go back and listen to our last episode if you're unsure what I'm talking about and you can get all the backstory but this is a spoiler this is a spoiler so sorry they did decide to stay married at the end of the season they went through a lot of ups and downs a lot of trust issues I mean unhealthy fights you know yeah it's like they were both good alone, but together it was toxic. You know, that just happens. So, yeah. But they decided to make it work and stay together. But on the reunion, they were already divorced. So, it didn't last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't last. Didn't last. But Tristan, <laughs> that's the guy's name. Mia. Mia is the. The one that was arrested, so <laughs> sorry that's her, like, the way I describe well, her, but yeah, I wanted to let everybody know, uh, in case you don't watch it, that... Yeah, I appreciate that That's update. what happened. So they, they made it, and then they didn't, but <laughs> it was a lot of ups and downs, so... Along the way, but yeah. anyway, it. what I was going to mention that I've been watching, I'm watching the current season of The Bachelor, shocker. <laughs> we know that I am the host here that is in Bachelor Nation. Yes. Clayton is The Bachelor. He was on Michelle's season of The Bachelorette last, the last round. And overall, it's okay. The highlight has been that Hillary Duff hosted a group date and I feel like I don't say on here enough, you know, how much I love Hillary. <laughs> but uh, I do. Yeah, that was the highlight. I'm still trying to figure out how he was chosen. He's a little bland to me. And I know he's getting hate. Like, I think people on TikTok are giving him a hard time. Twitter. For being boring. So I feel bad, like, just really adding on to that that uh, commentary. But that's been my experience. Well. I-, I don't know what else to say. It's like it's okay. There's a little bit of good drama. I feel like this is just going to be one of the weaker seasons, which is unfortunate. There's still time. The previews look interesting-ish. Lots of uh, previews of girls crying. So I I don't know. To be 100% honest, and I don't know if anybody else will agree, I I think this has probably been said. But I really think they're trying to redo Colton's season. He was a football player. Seemingly nice guy. They don't look alike, but they do. if You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Clayton is a former football player, albeit a little more successful than Colton was. <laughs> Midwestern guy. And I just feel like we're doing a do-over. Like, literally... She's gone home, but there was a girl on there named Cassidy that he really liked. I was like, okay, Clayton and Cassidy, Colton and Cassie, like, we're just doing (laughs) this again. (laughs) Yeah, that's strange. You know? So, yeah, that's just my opinion. I feel like other people can kind of see that. And there were good guys on Michelle's season, aside from him, that I think would have made a little bit more sense and been a little more interesting, but yeah, I... We'll see. We'll see how the rest of it goes. But that's just my two cents for what it's worth. Thank you for those
1: two cents. <laughs> <laughs> I just started, we haven't finished the series, but I just started watching Murderville on Netflix. What is that? <gasps> you haven't heard of it. Oh, I have not. Spooky. Yeah, so I saw like a trailer for it a couple months ago, and it's Netflix original. I believe with uh, Will Arnett, it it's probably more like if you like improv comedy, then you'll enjoy it, because basically the premise is that Will Arnett and the rest of the cast are like murder mystery, like detectives. Will Arnett's character is a detective. And every episode, he gets a celebrity guest as his new partner, but the celebrity guest doesn't have the script. <laughs> so some of them, we've only watched two, I've only watched two episodes. Uh, the first episode is with Conan O'Brien, and, and of course it's hilarious, but it's just funny like watching them kind of improv and like try to figure out what's going on in the scene. And then, of course, I love when a character breaks because that's just hilarious. And that happens a couple times. So, yeah, the first episode is Conan O'Brien, which is, of course, hilarious. Second episode is Marshawn Lynch, And to me, he was equally hilarious, just in a different way. Like, his humor was different than Conan's, but it was still really funny. And I felt like he had some really good, like, one-liners. So, yeah, that's the premise is that the celebrity guest doesn't have the script. And then, like, Will Arnett and the other characters kind of, like, improv with the celebrity guest. And then at the end of the show the celebrity guest has to guess who the murderer is based on the clues. So it is almost, it almost felt like an escape room in a way. Cause like, I guess you're supposed to play along, but the first two episodes, I was so distracted by like laughing with the characters that I was not paying attention to any of the clues. So I guess you're supposed to play along, but I was like distracted by how funny it was. So just
0: entertained.
1: Yeah, it is entertaining and it's a fun concept. So I'm excited to to watch some more episodes. I think there's only like six or eight episodes, I want to say. So very easy to watch and it's fun, especially if you like that kind of comedy. Yeah, that sounds really
0: fun. Improv is fun. It's so hard, but it's so fun.
1: Yeah, it is very entertaining. To watch. I don't think I could ever do that. (laughs) But, yeah, it's super fun.
0: Well, our final segment before the main, the entree. (laughs) (laughs) Anna, give me your reason this week of why you and I should be cast on the show that we are about to talk about, The Amazing Race. Yes. Currently casting.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which we have put in our application. So, the reason why we should be on the amazing race is actually pretty recent, especially considering you just went to Atlanta. But a very fun fact about Callan and myself is that we have both now taken a flying lesson. Yes. And super random. <laughs> like, <laughs> neither really one of odd. us, I, <laughs> I don't think you knew that I was doing it. And I didn't know that you were doing it until I found out that you went. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how fun! Uh-huh. So it's just kind of random that it happened because we both have a friend, two different friends, very different mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. Like the person who taught me is my husband's coworker. and then mm-hmm. the person who taught you is your friend's fiance. So it is kind of like crazy connections. but yeah, yeah, so um, we were both taken into a smaller plane. <laughs> Which I've never been in before and I've always wanted to try because it just seems so, I mean, it is so different from like a commercial airplane. Super fun. Definitely recommend it for anybody who is just not terrified of flying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't really know. I know that like locally, there's like a flying school here in Jackson where you can like learn. I think you can take like an introductory flying course just to see if you like it. Thankfully, I knew somebody who is already a pilot, so he just took me up there. Very fun. Super random, but I feel like that's such an interesting shared trait that we have now. (laughs) Yeah, it is. So that makes it fun. I will say, you know, I feel like probably the most popular, not most popular, maybe it's not the best word, but (laughs) the, the highest probability of people having a fear of heights is rather high (laughs) no pun intended right (laughs) but I feel like we're okay with heights for the most part there are days when I definitely don't feel great about some some um tall activities but overall I I do okay so maybe the the fear of heights is not something we will go with we'll come up with something else Yeah, so I thought that was a very fun shared activity that we have done. And who knows? It could come in handy. I mean, maybe they'll have, I mean, they have solo driving. Maybe they'll have solo piloting at some point. (laughs) imagine the waivers you have to sign on that one or even like those like simulators you know yeah where you're like yeah. learning maybe one of those yeah. so we'd have an edge possibly
0: oh i know what this is called <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> we know what we're doing
0: i mean i really feel like random things you learn in life usually come back to help you in some ways yeah it's such a random thing that we have both now done this and like we didn't go do it together yeah I love it too it it makes me happy and I I knew it's funny when I did it I was like oh my gosh we both now done it this is gonna be a great reason (laughs) for us to use on the show (laughs) so yeah it it's crazy but I mean it was so fun and I don't know about you, but I feel just like more educated on how planes work in general. And I know that sounds like no duh, (laughs) like (laughs) you took a flight lesson, but I didn't know before I did that, that when planes are on the ground, pilots steer with their feet. I Mm -hmm. had no idea. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, my gosh, they are doing this in all the planes? And he said, yeah. You know, like, these commercial airlines, they're doing it with their feet. And so it's little things like that that you just don't know how planes work and – Getting to hear, like, the air traffic controller and some of the buttons and, like, what everything does. I feel like you're just more knowledgeable in general, which is cool. And, I mean, it's a really cool thing to say that you've done. This is true. (laughs) So, yeah. But, I mean, I don't think many, many people can say that when they have auditioned for the race that they can say that they
1: have both kind of flown a plane (laughs) (laughs) yeah that can be a small uh cool detail of ours
0: i do think that goes to show i don't know like things might be scary like i was a little nervous about being in a small plane just because i've never been in a small one before but once you're in it it's like you're so focused on what's going on that I, i didn't even stop to really think about it you know once it was happening and i feel like That's how we would be is we're not going to let any like little amount of nerves stop us from doing something. Yeah. We're going to find the fun in any situations. I think it's a great thing to add to our race resume.
1: Perfect. I love it. We've got a lot and more to come.
0: We never run out. (laughs) I mean, if we if we do run out, we'll just go fly more planes and that's right. do crazy things just to add
1: to the list. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well.
0: I mean, it's an easy transition because uh, in this episode, we're talking about The Amazing Race, the last two episodes that we haven't covered yet, which starts at Leg 5 in Switzerland. I use Wikipedia as my source, so if there are fun facts here, that's where they're coming from, so...
1: Yeah, like, I had learned, apparently, that the week before, the two teams that had been eliminated and came back, they had to complete a speed bump, which was not shown in the episode, and kind of further explains why they were towards the back of the pack and seemed to be, like, so much further behind everyone else, and I don't know why the show would have taken that out. I just find that kind of odd, an odd editing choice. I found that to be very interesting because I I was just curious, like, is everybody going to just start Clean Slate or, you know, what is that going to look like for them? And I thought that was a a fair idea, just kind Mm -hmm. of like they've been in a non-elimination, basically. Yeah, I think that was fair.
0: I don't know why they didn't show it either. I guess you could say time, but I mean, they've made it work in the past. I don't really know why this would be different.
1: Yeah. I thought that was really strange because there's sometimes in the, like when you watch the episode, I find myself sometimes kind of like wanting something else to happen, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Where it gets sometimes a bit monotonous, like it's the same, maybe it's like a task that's not super engaging, And so you're just seeing a team do it over and over and over again that it just kind of loses its entertainment quality for me, I guess. No, that makes sense. And I don't know. I'm always curious to see what the speed bumps
0: are Mm -hmm. because it's always interesting to me how they vary. I will forever use the example that... one time a speed bump was literally to sit in a sauna for five minutes how that was a really a deterrence I don't know but it it was but then you have some I mean none of them are too hard because they don't want you to get too far behind but how are these equal so I just would have been curious to see what the challenge was I guess that was a choice they made so
1: whatever there you go they didn't ask us right
0: So I don't know if they mentioned this in the episode, but Wikipedia said this. And I was like, okay, did I just not hear it? Because usually they point this out. But the roadblock, which happened first, was a switchback from season 14. And usually they like show a clip, you know, um, like this is a a challenge that they've done in the past. It's kind of a nod to an older season. But the bungee jumping off of the Verzaska Dam, I don't know how to say that, the second highest commercial bungee jump in the world, that was the roadblock. And so... That was a switch back to season 14, which is fun. Yeah. And of course, our friend, the Travelocity Roaming Gnome, (laughs) um, had to bungee jump with them. So you had a friend
1: do it with you. (laughs) Bungee jumping scares me to death.
0: Yeah, it is scary. Like,
1: I think I'd rather skydive than bungee jump, which makes no sense.
0: (laughs) I know, but I do feel like that's a common opinion because I think I'm in the same boat, like, Bungee jumping definitely scares me more than uh, skydiving. I think it's because skydiving, you just kind of jump into nothing. And Mm -hmm. you're like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm good. But when you're bungee jumping, it's like you see the water coming at you. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I'm going to, like, slam my body into this bridge or dam or whatever. So... I've always had that thought, too. Like, I would do it. It's not at the top of my list, but I th- I do agree. I think it's scarier than skydiving or anything. And
1: this one looked really
0: intense.
1: Yes. It was intense. <laughs> I mean, it, hello, it's the second highest. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: It says it is 722 feet, so... So a, a ways, and uh, what I noticed about it was that it's a long free fall. Like yeah, some bungee jumping, you know, you kind of dive and then you're already rebounding. This was like you are falling, <laughs> you're just falling. Yeah, <laughs> for a long time, the
1: slowest minutes of your life.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, I I would be happy to do that one if we were in that situation. But I think either one of us would do it. It's just one of those things. It's like I can't think about it. It's like, as soon as you tell me I'm good, I'm going. But also I always feel like I would be the person that's like, are you sure I'm good? Like I'm strapped. (laughs) (laughs) Can you
1: double check and make sure these are on right?
0: (laughs) Please. Like, are you sure? I don't
1: want to die on national television.
0: This is not ideal for me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And I think what was crazy was like, was apparently like the two and a half hour drive to get to the bungee jump so you were just like stewing in your anxiety about it yeah that I think that's what would be the hardest part for me would be like just the anticipation and trying to drive or navigate in that headspace would be very stressful (laughs)
0: You're right. They did it. I was proud of everybody. Yeah. She, even Sherry did it. I know. You know, go Sherry. I was, I was moved in some ways by how, like, how their teammates responded. Mm-hmm. Cause I do feel like that would probably be emotional, especially if your teammate was really scared and they did it. Yeah. But I feel like the people watching were like, Feeling more than the people jumping.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think so too. (laughs) Because they're like, oh my gosh.
0: I know. And you're watching your loved one just jump off a bridge, you know? But I enjoyed that one. So I'm curious to see what you think about the detour um, Mm. and which one (laughs) we would have done, in your opinion. So it was a choice between bartender race or sausage in case. And in bartender race, you had to deliver 12 bottles of wine and 12 bags of chestnuts, which, side note, I really don't like the smell of chestnuts. I don't know if you've ever <laughs> smelled them roasting in New York City. I know that's like a, a Christmas song, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. I really don't think they smell good, so <laughs> that's just a sm- I know, but you had to take those to a cocktail party but the twist was it was up a 400 foot stairway is where that cocktail party was. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get your next clue. And it was hard to balance. I mean, 12 bottles of wine, you're sweating. Yeah. Eh, Nah. And then the 12 (laughs) bags of chestnuts were open and they were basically like cone shaped so very easy to drop. So you had to do multiple trips. And I don't think people realized immediately like till they got there that you had to go up those stairs like I think that's what they kind of (laughs) hid they didn't lay that out in the instructions (laughs) yeah so there was that one and then there was sausage in case where you had to squeeze out nine feet of um sausage and divide it into four portions like in a specific coil follow the instructions of the butcher and you had to do that too get the next clue so based on not what you saw but your first impressions what would you have thought we should do
1: well i mean our our podcast does mention you know alcoholic beverages and (laughs) one day we will be bartenders i'm sure maybe like when we're retired or something we will be cool retired Mm -hmm. bartenders
0: (laughs) i want to be a bartender and a librarian
1: there you go (laughs) that's great ambition i love that yeah (laughs) <laughs> so I mean part of me would be like uh, eh, bartender would be funny but if it has the worst race like mm, yeah we're already on a race I don't think I want to add to that race <laughs> great point point. and to me the sausage in case almost explains itself because if you know that sausage is like in some co- sort of casing then maybe you could guess mm-hmm. that it would be casing sausages which yeah. looks very sexual, cool, but anyway. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> like, literally looks like you're putting on a condom. It's like, okay.
0: I was like, they
1: have got to be editing out comments. Because I for sure would have said <laughs> I that. I thought that too. I was like, there's <laughs> no way some of these people did not say something. I know. Uh, so I feel like we would be most successful with the sausage in case because it's more detailed oriented and following directions. Plus, Mm -hmm. I feel like the people who did that challenge caught on pretty quickly. That's probably what I would lean more towards. But we could definitely do the stairs. It would just be rougher.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think we, yeah, we could have done, you know, if we had committed to that, we could have done it. It just would have been really annoying, I think. Mm -hmm. I think I would have leaned towards the sausage one to begin with anyway, though, because we always say watching the race, like you become familiar with their tricks, if you will. And so maybe I wouldn't have expected the stairs. but whenever it's like you've got to take something somewhere, there's always some tricks mm-hmm. somewhere, you know, like whether it's hard to find or, right. okay, it's probably going to be physical because the sausage one isn't. I don't know. That one would have made, because it sounds too easy. When they sound easy, it's probably not going to be <laughs> right. good. Yeah. But I was like, I think we could, it just the sausage one didn't look that hard. I'm like, you can figure this out I feel like pretty easily. You have mm-hmm. the demonstration. We eat sausage. <laughs> I'm not afraid of touching it, you know. Yeah, right. It's like I think that we could we could have done that. Yeah. I liked was it Lulu and Lala that made the extra ones? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was smart. Like go ahead and make a few extra. That yep. way you just don't have to come back and start over, that kind of thing. So. Right.
1: Especially if you're like in your groove and you feel like you've kind of mastered the system. Yeah. That was a smart move. I think that was that was a fun detour to watch. It was. I liked I liked both of those challenges. hmm And the views on this episode were Oh my gosh. Impeccable. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. We got to go to Switzerland. I mean. We do. It's on our list.
0: It's on there. I mean, it's a neutral site. We've compared ourselves to Switzerland many times. (laughs) (laughs) We must
1: go to our country.
0: Yes, this is us in a country. Well, after the detour, they had to get a little photograph out of their gnome's pocket (laughs) satchel. I, I wondered, how does that thing not fall out? You know, like they bungee jump with it, so it had to be really tight on there. The gnome just knows what he's doing. He's got a good grip on it. (laughs) (laughs) You, of course, had to figure out that that was the pit stop. Do you have anything else to say about this episode before I talk about the pit stop and my
1: thought on it? My only thought, which I don't think we've mentioned so far in this episode, I feel like we are very similar to Raquel and Kayla. I mean, there are definitely some differences. But in some ways, I feel like we would be a similar archetype, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. I agree.
0: You know, they're doing well, so I think that bodes well for us. (laughs) Obviously, they're well-traveled because they're flight attendants. Yeah. I feel like people are almost overlooking them. Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. people aren't talking about, they're they're pretty good. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, they've been towards the top of the pack, I think, the whole race so far. So, I've been impressed with them.
0: This is something that, I mean, it's really small, but... When the first team arrived at the pit stop, Phil said, I think he said there are three planes for the next ride, for the next uh, leg, and you're going to be on the first one. And I think just from watching so many, you know, every season of of Amazing Race and just knowing how it works, I was sitting there thinking, okay, so there's six teams and there's three planes. This has got to be a non-elimination leg because the first two teams were on the first plane. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as you said that, I was like, this is going to be a non-elimination just because of the planes.
1: Yeah. And I was right.
0: And I was glad that it was a non-elimination because we like, is it Aaron? Arun? How do you say it?
1: I say Arun, but I don't know if that's Arun. correct.
0: <laughs> yes. You know who I'm talking about.
1: Yes. The Detroit team.
0: Yes. You know, we like them and I was Mm -hmm. glad that they, I really didn't want it to be like the two teams that got to come back were the first two out. Yeah. (laughs) I was glad that they made it, but I was like, I don't know if everybody is guessing this as well. I don't know, but I was like, "Mm, I don't think anyone's going
1: home based on that little. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I'm sure the casual fan did not pick that out. I don't think that really crossed my mind, but I had just figured it probably would be a non-elimination because we only have seven teams at that point. And I was just like, I guess they'd put a non-elimination here rather than you bring Mm -hmm. back a team and it's like a revolving door for, (laughs) you know. Right,
0: right. But
1: yeah, that's a good point.
0: Okay, well, the next episode, they went from Switzerland to France. First of all, I just want to go to all of this, all of these locations. Yes, please. <laughs> Beautiful scenery once again. It started with a detour between Say Cheese or Mule, please.
1: <laughs> and.
0: <laughs> Again, I'm excited to hear your thoughts on which one your gut would have told you to do. So the two we had were, say, cheese, where teams had to make three baskets of cheese and deliver them to the cheesemaker. maker, uh, and it was like a whole process, you know, mm-hmm. get you had to really keep it in a certain temperature, all that. There are yeah. instructions. And then in Mule Please, teams had to properly strap a harness to a mule. And then deliver two milk canisters to the fromagerie without spilling any milk. Uh, So one, you have like kind of more of a cooking challenge. The other, you have a live animal involved. So I'm curious to hear
1: what your thought was. It is one of those detours that I'm like, I feel like we would be fine at either one because neither one of them particularly take a certain skill. Yeah. Like obviously if you've made cheese before, it doesn't mean that you'd be good at this cheese making process as we saw (laughs) right so I feel like we would do fine with the cheese making challenge I mean we're both like to cook pretty well and Mm -hmm. we I feel like we follow instructions pretty well so I feel like we would be fine with that and same with the mule I mean whenever I was watching the show like when I watch it I always think about like what Callan and I would do so that's how I play along. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But I did think that, you know, that is one risk is having a live animal because you never know how temperamental that animal is going to be. Like if you think about Rupert, where he was really upset with his elephant that he thought was his spirit (laughs) animal or something, you know, that can be frustrating. I feel like we're both animal people. Normally, watch me say this, and then we end up going home on like an animal challenge or whatever. But I feel like for the most part, like you and I give off of, I don't know if it's some sort of like vibe or like what it is, but I feel for the most part that most animals are attracted or at least not like resistant to us, if that makes sense. That's Um, true. And I don't feel like that's really, I don't think that's maybe uncommon, but... I think we both like animals, so maybe we bring some sort of presence that is calming. I don't know if it's, like, in the way we speak or, like, our body language or something. But... Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've had that moment with different types of animals. Where, like, obviously dogs and cats, but even, like, horses or cows or something like that. Where maybe they're not as around as many people. So... I don't know, like part of me was like, I feel like the mule one would almost be faster if you have a good relationship with the animal. True. Which I guess is kind of, I feel like that was kind of seen in the show. It seemed like there were some teams that were able to kind of jump a few spots because they, their mule was just like on it. How do you feel about it?
0: You are correct about, it's like we have an energy. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But I, I've, (laughs) I've noticed that too. I couldn't put like an exact pinpoint on it, but I do think it's because we just are more calm people. You know, animals can feel your energy, your body language, and if you're, you know, tense or frustrated Then that's how they're gonna be. Mm -hmm. And so, if you can just like keep that calm, it's like, it's okay, like, we're good, then I think they feed off of that energy. You also just can't act scared because it kind of puts them on high alert like, why are you scared of me? You know, should I be scared of you? That kind of thing. So, yeah, I do. That's a good point that we do have. Maybe that's another reason for another week. Yeah, we'll have to write that down. (laughs) Yeah, we're just uh, good with the animals. But with that said, honestly, when I saw the two challenges described and I saw a live animal especially a mule I was like oh no we're out we're not doing that I was like we're doing cheese immediately <laughs> just because I don't like the idea of having a variable like that like yeah it's just like you can't control an animal at all. Like, you just don't know what you're going to get. Now, of course, hindsight, that seemed like the better challenge. Nobody really had problems with mules. It seemed to be more of a problem figuring out if you could harness it properly. True, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> maybe that would have been more of the struggle. So, it's hard. Like, I feel like I would have been afraid of The animal, just because of challenges we've seen in the past. Oh yeah, definitely. Usually, the people that fail those are the people that are getting really frustrated with the animal and let the animal like feel that. So we probably would have been fine, but I do think we could have made the cheese. So
1: yeah, I don't think we. We could go wrong. <laughs> yeah, it was a no fail detour right there for us. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Either way, we'll we'll breeze on through.
1: Them. That's right. Uh, I will say that, like we discussed earlier about like the different groups and like the groups left fifteen minutes apart. I thought it was interesting that Arun and Natalia did not have a speed bump, but instead they were just fifteen minutes behind the other people and thirty minutes behind the first group. Yeah. I found that to be an interesting alternative, and honestly, I didn't really mind it. Personally, I find the speed bumps to be interesting if they're like culturally appropriate or if they're just like a very unique situation, <laughs> like the sauna thing, probably not <laughs> as much, but yeah. there's some that are just like really interesting to to learn about and watch. But I didn't necessarily miss it in this episode. I felt like that was an equal compromise. Like maybe, I don't know if that's going to be something they'll do in the future as far as like non-elimination legs, which I assume from like a production perspective, that's probably a lot easier rather than like coming up with another challenge and then trying to figure out how long it's going to take the team to get to that location and do the task. So that's also interesting to me because I I hope that I do think that if you are in a non-elimination team that was that survived, then there, do, there needs to be some kind of punishment. It's super interesting to watch the evolution of all of those things. If you've gone back and watched old seasons of Amazing Race, highly recommend. <laughs> that's one of the best parts is seeing like all the crazy things they've come up with. Before they got to the speed bump, which I do think is the most successful of all of the (laughs) attempts. Yeah. But I didn't really mind it personally because to me it it felt almost like, yes, this is 15 minutes and 30 minutes that you're behind. However, you're less likely to get even more behind. Like if maybe you would get you got lost on your way to the speed bump. It's like Mm -hmm. that's an extra, you know, 15 minutes that you've lost or something like that. But yeah. what did you think about that?
0: Yeah, I don't mind that either. I mean, like you said, from a production standpoint, that is much simpler. You know, they don't have to organize all that. I agree that there should be some sort of penalty if you are a team that should be have gotten eliminated, but it's a non-elimination leg. I, I do think they should keep that aspect. But, like, a delay like that, I think, is fine. I mean, it doesn't take up any more of the show, you know, airtime, mm-hmm. so... Maybe that was another reason as well, that they don't really have to worry about editing that or fitting it into the episode. It's just, here's a penalty. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they used to do, uh, you know, various things. Like, one they did for a long time was that you had no money.
1: (laughs) Yeah, which is just (laughs) wild. It's
0: it's always so funny, because they would come up with ways to try to, like, get cash donations from people on the street. But I feel like that's not even a factor anymore like I know they give them like 10 euros for this last leg I was like and what are they gonna do with that like is right. that <laughs> rainy day money I don't know what that's for <laughs> but that seems to be less at play or at least they don't really show money having much of an impact at this right
1: point. yeah it's interesting how it kind of like evolves yeah so I've seen like differing opinions about people who said they think that even um Will and James like I saw had tweeted about that like Mm -hmm. was confused why they didn't have a speed bump Mm -hmm. but I would rather them not have a speed bump than have a speed bump and I don't see it
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is so true and they've done all of these this season I don't know that I agree if we're not gonna show it let's just not do it at
1: all right yeah And from what I hear, like, that speed bump was super entertaining, so... That's a bummer. Kind of disappointed, yeah. I
0: wonder if they're gonna put it, like, on Paramount Plus and use these as, like, a ploy (laughs) to get you... Or even, like, putting it on YouTube or something, you know, just to kind of get
1: more interaction would be fine. You would think...
0: I don't know what their philosophy is. I would love to know.
1: Yeah, you need to get on their marketing team, and help them out a little bit.
0: I know, <laughs> and then I can just rig it.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: Well, in the roadblock, I will say I think this looked like the mo- the most fun roadblock ever.
1: Right? That looked so cool. It was like it was like an obstacle course, but like mm-hmm. nature <laughs> version, yeah, like Super cool, as they say.
0: Yes. Yeah, it looked so fun. It was a one and a half mile river course. You had to like kind of jump into the water, you know, slide down some rocks, you know, just do a lot of climbing and then look for the clue along
1: the way. I thought it looked so fun. I feel like we would have been
0: jealous. I I, I was just
1: about to say I would have been (laughs) jealous if you did it. And I'm sure you would have been of me if I did it. Yeah, that was so cool. I would love to do that in real life. Me too. We'll do that in Switzerland
0: as well. We'll put it on our list. And I'm sure it was tiring, but that looked like so much fun that It did. I mean that was the episode. Of course, we got to the pit stop and unfortunately Akbar and Sherry's time came to an end on the race. I feel like they pushed themselves a lot during yeah, this definitely. Um, season. And I think they should be proud of how far they made it.
1: Yeah, I feel like especially Sherry, she conquered a lot of her fears. I know. For sure. That lady has done a lot of things that I'm
0: sure she never thought she'd do.
1: Right. Yeah, and it can't go without mentioning that Dusty and Ryan really struggled on the detour But of course, you know those physical specimens that they are—they were able to pull through (laughs) um, and pass Akbar. I think they ended up getting third place. I want to say. Yeah, they 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 passed Lulu and Lala. They made quite the comeback. I will say though, not as impressive Mm -hmm. as what the Cowboys did. So, because they had—they were in last, had a speed bump. And then won the leg. So I'm just saying, it's hard to beat that.
0: I don't think you can beat
1: that. And, I mean,
0: if you don't love Jet and Cord, then I don't know what to do I don't know with who you are. Do with
1: you. I yeah. mean, and they have it with jeans on and with cowboy hats that they do not get wet. And a large belt buckle. <laughs> That's right. Like, <laughs> horrible packing right there. But they know what they're <laughs> doing, I guess. Hey, they
0: stay true to themselves.
1: (laughs) That's right. True to their brand.
0: Yeah, they really struggled. And I think that just goes to show that, you know, because they'd won the last two legs in a row. One challenge. All it takes is one challenge to change Mm -hmm. the game. A team could go home. You could go way out in front. Like, you just can't give up ever because look at how horribly they failed with the cheese. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Uh, And I think they were scared of the animal as well. So I understand Mm -hmm. that. Like, we could have made that mistake, you know. It is
1: intimidating. That's for sure.
0: You got to know when to go. So they're lucky that they made it up, but we'll see we shall exciting
1: things to come
0: yes it looks like they are staying in france again for the next episode so i'm sure it will be beautiful views once again most definitely we will be back for a future episode the next one probably won't be about amazing race but When we have a couple more episodes to talk about, we will do that. If you have anything that you would really like us to talk about, whether it's new or old, please feel free to. You can email us. Um, That info is in the show notes. Or you could message us. We have Instagram, Discord, and Twitter. So you can catch us anywhere anywhere. Uh, on there and of course whatever platform you are using currently to listen to this if you would be so kind to leave us a review a rating subscribe so you don't miss the rest of our coverage of amazing race 33 that would be awesome and we just really appreciate your feedback and enjoy hearing what people are liking and disliking so it's very helpful to us that's it on my end. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of Enzo. That's it, yo.
1: That's <laughs> it, <see> yo. <laughs> that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a ton of fun to talk about. Until next time, I'm Anna. I'm Callen. Meal, please.